Welcome to The Rot Focus, a podcast for rotters, newbies, and veterans, and everyone in between. We're hosted by M.A. Lee with the assistance of Remy Black and Edie Rooms, all from Rotters Inc. Books. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Each episode lasts as long as it takes to fix a quick dinner, drive a short commute, or take a brisk walk. Resources and links are in the show notes. Visit us at therockfocus.blogspot.com. Now, on to this week's episode. Boxing characters helps the writer explore the many facets of their characters. So those characters come alive on the page and don't change personalities in the center of the story. After all, The greatest of all writing crimes is to betray the reader by having characters change on them. Plot holes and unsurprising twists can be forgiven when our readers love our characters. Few readers will forgive characters who change their goals and personalities in the story. Then how do we create a strong foundation for our characters? We build those foundational blocks by working through various boxes, simple ticky boxes that create solid walls of personality. Simple boxes, like templates. Simple boxes for describing personality types can open windows to a character's interior world. That inner life should be as varied as the different types of rooms in a house, with public and private areas, as well as rooms for practical living and rooms that give grace to life. While the 20th and 21st centuries are littered with constant announcements of new ways to classify people, we can hark further back than that with the 12 Chinese and 12 Greek mythological astrology signs. Move into the Middle Ages and we find the medieval humorous theory, which even physics, early doctors, believed could explain all sorts of diseases. The sanguine extrovert was social and highly talkative and constantly sought risk. Choleric independents were decisive and goal-oriented and ambitious. Analytical melancholics, such as the infamous Hamlet, were thoughtful, detail-oriented, and self-reliant, while the phlegmatic was named for the river of fire around the realm of Hades. This relaxed person was easygoing and willing to compromise. The modern color theory, I'm blue, you're yellow, is another such simple box. The theory of behavior styles can be matched easily to the humors, expressive, driver, analytical, and amiable. When we study these boxes closely, we stumble upon common descriptors, different only in that they are synonyms. These, then, don't distinguish different personalities. We must remember that personalities are set through nature and nurture, genetics and environment. Humans also have six hardwired instincts that affect response and reactions, the one controlled, the other automatic. Those six instincts are fear, denial, revenge, tribal loyalty, greed, and procreation. Mix these with the four types of communication behavior personality bents, one could say, that are assertive, aggressive, passive, and passive-aggressive, and we begin to see ways to paint a portrait 
of a character, as opposed to a pen and ink drawing or a three-dimensional house plan rather than just a sketch on a yellow legal pad. One of the current waves of simple boxes is the Enneagram, a reboot of the philosophical concept that began in the 1960s with the symbol itself dating back to the time of Pythagoras. The Enneagram teachings are drawn from the Middle Eastern spiritual traditions, including Gnosticism. Each of the nine character types that compose the Enneagram will have a basic desire, a basic fear, and a conflict reaction with a growth transformation option. In the following listing, the last comment gives the worst tendency of the type. Reformer, the rational idealist, honorable and disciplined, but leaning too much toward a perfectionist. Helper, the interpersonal pleaser, caring and generous, but also possessive. Achiever, ambitious as the type name suggests, adapting quickly while conscious constantly of personal image. Individualist, the temperamental expressive, so sensitive that they can lean too much into the hysterical. Investigator, brainy, inventive, but also secretive and isolated. Loyalist, responsible and committed to the right way of whatever group or institute to which he or she belongs, which leads to suspicion of those outside the group. Enthusiast, vibrant and changeable, yet a little spacey, Challenger, dominant, and therefore confident, yet confrontational with questioners. Peacemaker, the laid-back, easygoing member, reassuring others, but unfortunately having a passive complacency when things should be changed. 16 Boxes The most popular of all personality tests, the one used in the corporate and business worlds, is the Myers-Briggs test. Developed over several years by Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter Isabel Briggs Meyer, the test predates the Enneagram. Briggs was influenced by Carl Jung and his 1921 work on psychological types. We'll get to Jung. Always seek the foundational source for the clearest understanding. After 20 years of development and research for an instrument that would help people discover their own personality type, the mother-daughter team introduced their Myers-Briggs testing instrument, MBTI, in 1962. The first form of the MBTI was copyrighted in 1943. Today, career sites offer varieties of the MBTI. In addition to the authentic MBTI, the Myers-Briggs Foundation and the Myers-Briggs Company offer reams of material to help understand the 16 types. Four dominant functions drive each personality, sensing, intuition, thinking, and feeling. MBTI uses four dichotomous categories, extroversion versus introversion, outwardly social or inwardly turned, brainstorming with others versus quiet contemplation, and sensor versus intuitive, dependent on outward stimuli or deciding based on inner guides focused on details and facts versus big picture connections. Third dichotomous category is feeler versus thinker. Emotions are logic. Feelers have difficulty stepping away from their personal emotions to consider clearly, while thinkers might be knocked sideways when emotions overwhelm them. Fourth and final 
perceivers versus judges. Potential perspectives are precise and efficient decisions. Planners with defined rules and procedures versus flexible situations and open options. Here are the 16 types, along with five descriptors for each. ISTJ, introversion, sensor, thinker, judger, diligent, sincere, trustworthy, practical, reserved. ISFJ, thorough, devoted, considerate, pragmatic, helpful. INFJ, organized, cooperative, compassionate, idealistic, gentle. INTJ, strategic, insightful, independent, original, reserved. ISTP, analytical, logical, independent, action-oriented, adventurous. ISFP, flexible, realistic, sensitive, practical, nurturing. INFP, creative, perceptive, sensitive, idealistic, loyal. INTP, precise, logical, speculative, original, reserved. ESTJ, efficient, realistic, orderly, dependable, outgoing. ESFJ, reliable, conscientious, friendly, practical, productive. ENFJ, organized, enthusiastic, communicating, idealistic, caring. ENTJ, strategic, ambitious, independent, planning, outgoing. ESTP, versatile, spontaneous, curious, realistic, outgoing. ESFP, tactful, spontaneous, playful, common sense, enthusiastic. ENFP, creative, looks for potentials, playful, optimistic, supportive. ENTP, strategic, enterprising, curious, inventive, looks for challenges. Myers-Briggs codifies a simple system for businesses and individuals to classify and work with people around them. Several online sites offer a variety of tests to discover the Myers-Briggs box to which people belong. Test items often present two-choice answers with opposing scenarios. For example, A might say, I like to follow a manual or instructions when learning something new, while B says, I prefer learning a new computer software program on my own. As writers, we can scan through the types, select one for a character, then construct scene elements that will reveal each descriptor. But it's very basic and simplistic. When we study the descriptors, we quickly see how often they paired with each other. While two types may have a couple of similar descriptors, the other parts create the difference between them. INTJ and ENTJ are both strategic and independent, but the former is reserved, while the latter is outgoing. Some types are planners. The opposite type is spontaneous. Checking in the opposite areas shows us the dichotomy. S versus V, J versus P, not INTJ versus ENTJ. Each of the four elements within a type will meld over into other types. Be certain to comprehend the meaning of each descriptor term, not just understand the definition. Independent would seem to refer to someone who likes no rules. However, the word actually means someone who is willing to work on their own rather than work with others. The rule-free terms are flexible and inventive. Original means someone who would rather develop a system or task 
without referring to something previously developed. One of the hardest things for a writer to do is to develop a character, then take a personality test with a similar methodology while keeping their own personality separate from the character's personality. That distance, however, is necessary. Otherwise, our characters speak, think, and act like us. We need to learn to take on different character masks, then shed them at the appropriate time and reach for another one. So while I like the idea of the medieval humors and the Enneagram and the Myers-Briggs test, they still are very simplistic. They're a starting point, a building block. They don't build the whole wall. What builds the whole wall? The original 12 archetypes. Carl Jung and his 12 archetypal characters preceded and influenced the development of the Myers-Briggs system. Jung is one of those giant minds that thinks globally while analyzing logically. He was a Swiss psychologist and psychiatrist who originally followed Sigmund Freud's theories before carving his own path by searching for foundational elements upon which all people build themselves. He believed that people unconsciously model themselves on archetypes, characters, and story structures, which are common across all cultures because of our collective unconscious. Jung has many theories, individuation, extroversion, and introversion, upon which Myers-Briggs is formed, synchronicity, and alchemy, among many others. Chasing each of Jung's theories could take weeks. We're not studying Jung. We're only going to look at archetypes. Additional works on archetypes lead us to the monomyth and Joseph Campbell, first presented in his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, The Hero's Journey and the Shadow, Christopher Vogler's influential writer's journey, mythic structure for writers, derives from Joseph to Campbell. All of these are extensions of Jung's work. Jung himself had to be familiar with the 1890s Golden Bough, a thick tome of comparative mythology from all world cultures by the Scot Sir James George Fraser, an anthropologist. Such a wide gathering of information allows the patterns that are archetypes to be recognized. For a long time, Vogler of the Writer's Journey was the storycraft guru. He's been replaced by such works as Save the Cat, with its 15 beats and 40 necessary scenes. Blake Snyder's Save the Cat actually proves my point about the importance of archetypes. It uses patterns to place into your story, and archetypes are patterns. Here we go. An archetype is a chief type, a pattern or mode or model. Patterns are basic elements that creatives use, paintbrushes and colors for the artist, ingredients and techniques for the chef, house plans and fixtures for a builder of houses, characterization and plot structure for the writer. Give three artists the same tools and the same scene to paint and you will have three different landscapes. They may use the same basic drawing techniques, cross-hatching and smudging and stippling. They may approach symmetry and depth and negative space in the same manner. The final product, however, will be clearly different. One will be starkly modern. One will look realistic. The third will be impressionism. Chefs use the same ingredients and techniques, but subtle flavor differences will create a great dish or an excellent one. My sister's scratch biscuits 
are nothing like my little hockey pucks. Her brownies are far superiors, yet I think my intense dark chocolate cake is better, although that cake needs her whipped cream. And our approaches to place settings and table decorations will create two different experiences of the same set of recipes. The builder can use the same house plan, yet different exterior finishes. She can flip the plan or switch around rooms with a selection of fixtures, a cool gray palette or a warm honey one or a heavy dark top. The interiors will take on different characteristics. Potential home buyers will not recognize the house's similarities until they closely examine them. Ten writers can use the same character type, but the ingredients of story and character development and description and more will create ten different stories, and the readers will never notice. Readers might catch the broad arc, but they would need a sophisticated understanding of the many elements of storytelling to analyze each of the ten works in order to spot the similarities. That ability to transform from the basic pattern is the glory of the archetype. Archetype is not the stereotype, a flat character cutout that can be translated from story to story without change. Archetype is a basic foundation. Writers build story frameworks with archetypal patterns. Then they add their own concepts and techniques and skills and different works result. The broad strokes may seem simplistic, but apple pie with a lattice top is still a great dessert. Another benefit to Archetype is its universality, speaking to all cultures and times. Jung classified his character archetypes by studying global myths all the way back to early man, sitting around the fire and telling stories about last month's hunt, with members of the hunting team falling into various and accurate roles. Writers should study Jung's archetypes rather than the Enneagram and the Myers-Briggs types. The ones that he classified ping into our unconscious expectations of what people and stories should be. Over the millennia, we developed expectations in life and in story, and these archetypes have the same tonal ping on our unconscious. Character archetype is our opportunity to reveal our hero and heroine in their untransformed lives. The character's transformation as they encounter conflict, drive our story. That transformation requires the writer's insight and creativity. Jung classifies archetypes in three significant areas, events, birth, separation from parents, marriage, figures, sage, rebel, ruler, and motifs, creation, deluge, apocalypse. Here are Jung's 12 character archetypes, each which functions within a duality. I've listed with each archetype my own interpretation of the negative side of the duality. Jung's positive, ruler, negative, tyrant. Two, seeker or explorer, negative, sycophant, yes man. Three, destroyer or rebel, negative, nihilist. Four, protector or defender or caregiver, negative, pushover. Wuss. Five, warrior. Negative, tool. Six, creator. Negative, dreamer. Seven, magician. Negative, Machiavellian. Eight, sage. Negative, robot. 
Nine, orphan or every man. Negative, victim. Ten, lover. Negative, stalker or siren or seducer. Eleven, innocent. Negative, blind. Twelve, fool. Negative, jester. The Right Focus is currently in the series all about characters. From building and presenting a character to relationships, leadership styles, team roles, and special touches for characters. Avoid creating characters who are stereotypes. Reveal their public and private interiors. Focus on couples, mentors, enemies, and much, much more. The information comes from M.A. Lee's guidebook, Discovering Characters, part of the Discovering series on the writing craft. Link to the guidebooks are in the show notes. Thanks for listening to The Right Focus, a podcast for writers at all levels, hosted by M.A. Lee from Writers, Inc. Books, assisted by Remy Black and Edie Runes. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle called Background Music Loop. Its creator is Alexander Polishchuk, known on Audio Jungle as Plastic 3. The music comes in different iterations. Show notes and resource links for this and other episodes can be found at therightfocus.blogspot.com. Write to us at winkbooks at aol.com when you have questions, comments, and speculations. We will try to answer you as quickly as possible. By the way, we will not mind your email address. That's rude. If you find value in our content, share with your writing friends or write a review. We're small beans here without the advertising budget of the big peeps, and you can make a difference. And whatever occurs, right on.